Welcome to episode number 89 of the Inspirational Athletes Podcast here on the Always Lancaster Podcast Network. I'm your host, John Malk, sports reporter for LNP Newspaper and LancasterOnline.com, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. On this week's show is guest Jennifer Eaton. Um, I kind of like to switch things up every now and then. And, you know, usually this podcast is a conversation with local athletes or coaches, whether uh, current or former and this time we're going to switch things up and bring in um, a guest with a local nonprofit uh, that is helping others essentially through physical fitness um, or physical activity programs. Jennifer is with a local nonprofit called Vision Corps. Um, they're pretty much located all across the country, but there's a branch here in Lancaster and uh, those over in York. And uh, they basically help those who are visually impaired or blind. Um, either through employment or just helping kids in school, but they also do these cool physical activity events. One of them, um, there's an adaptive kayaking event coming up in the second Sunday in August in neighboring York County. We'll chat about all that, what vision courts entails, how they help others, and uh, a little bit more information about that kayaking event and all the uh, cool details of what's going on there and how it's going to help um, those children who are participating. One last programming note before we move forward here. If you guys like what you hear, feel free to go on iTunes or Google Play and subscribe by searching Always Lancaster Inspirational Athletes. Hit the subscribe button while you're there. We have, uh, what, 80-some episodes in the book, 88. Um, we have plenty more scheduled uh, in the coming weeks here and, and months for sure. All right, with all that out of the way, on to our conversation with Jennifer Eaton of Vision Corps. Well, hey, Jennifer, thanks for making time. Um, I guess where I want to start, just as far as people may not be familiar with Vision Corps, can you kind of just like, in a nutshell, give us an idea of, of what you guys do and, and who it benefits? Absolutely. Vision Corps um, provides employment, uh, rehabilitative and educational services mm -hmm. to individuals with vision loss um, from birth to adults. Um, we're considered, considered a birth to grave type of agency. Uh, and we cover those services within uh, York, Adams, Lancaster, Lebanon, Chester County, and some employment opportunities in the Philadelphia area. Oh, fantastic. And just as far, I got this off the website, but just to give some uh, numbers behind everything that you talk about, the, the group focuses on employing people who are blind in manufacturing, food processing, administrative services, employs more than 150 individuals, 75% of whom are blind or visually impaired, um, serves more than 2,000 individuals in Lancaster, Lebanon, Chester, York, Adams counties through rehabilitation services. Um, there's also a Vision Course Foundation, um, which is, I guess, the fundraising arm. Correct. Um, and they uh, basically get financial support from individuals and businesses. Um, that's where they pull their money from. And beyond the rehabilitative programs, that foundation provides grants and scholarships to regional applicants. So you guys do awesome work. Um, so now that we have that kind of established, I wanted to get into your responsibility just as far as what your main job title is and what do you do throughout the year? Okay. Um, I'm the Director of Youth Services for Vision Corps as a teacher of the visually impaired and an orientation and mobility specialist. Hmm. So as a teacher of the visually impaired, I'm providing educational service to kids under the age of five, um, working wow. directly with their parents, uh, extended family members, people in their educational placement, so preschool teachers, daycare hmm. staff, Whoever that child's with, I'm not only educating the child, but also the people around them on a daily basis. Uh, so that's what I do as teacher of the vision impaired. You know, some of my students are going to be Braille readers, so we're working on pre-Braille skills, those mm. types of things. And then as an orientation mobility specialist, I'm teaching safe travel skills, not only to our youth population, but also to our adult population as well. 
Uh, and then we do youth enrichment programming throughout the year for our school age population. That's fantastic. Um, are you originally from Lancaster County or are you kind of a, a replay? A, uh, a transplant, transplant, so to speak. Yeah. To no, say. I was yeah. transplanted when I was in um, elementary school, so fifth grade. So you can say that I've grown up in Lancaster County. Okay. Where'd you go to school at? Uh, Hemfield School District. Did you play any sports there that we know you for? Uh, not after. Not like before high school, I was involved with intramural softball, those types of things, but not after high school level. Um, but you would, before we started recording here, you seemed like a very active person. Um, what do you do to, for physical fitness today? <laughs> today, what I, uh, I'm a class three whitewater kayaker. Wow. Um, so that's what I do in my spare time. What is a, okay, so I'm not familiar with any of that stuff. I'll just ask you for a couple minutes if you don't sure. mind, and then we'll get back to why you're here. Um, as far as kayaking goes, how do you find that and, and realize you really like it? Um, kayaking is one of those things that I stumbled into through Vision Corps, and at first it was a challenge as to how to make this kayak go where I wanted to go. Uh, so it started out as me and a long recreational boat going in circles down the Conestoga River. Um, fell in love wow. with the whole idea of being out on the water, one with nature. Mm -hmm. um, kayaking offers not only physical um, elements to it, but also mental health abilities and things to it as well. So it encompasses a whole person and not just specific parts of a person. Mm. Um, and I have just pretty much gone from there um, to being able to do Eskimo rolls in class three rapids. What's an Eskimo roll? For an Eskimo roll is, is where you're um, skirted in your kayak. So basically you and your kayak are one. And when you go through a rapid and if you happen to get flipped, you can write yourself back up and continue through the rest of the way. Wow. All right, so you first learn how to do that, obviously? And, uh, uh, yeah, or it was takes... it one of those where you got stuck one time, like, okay, no, I should no, learn how to do this? No, it's part of my training. Yeah. Right. Um, Team River Runner has a very strict um, way of teaching individuals how to safely kayak. And that is one of the requirements you need before you can enter into a certain yeah. area. Forgive me for being yeah. ignorant. Is Team River Runner kind of like the local whatever training for kayaks or team river runner is actually a national organization mm. um that was started for veterans with disabilities and then they've opened that up to members of the community with disabilities so our local chapter is east susquehanna valley team river runner chapter okay and where uh being in class three what is it white white water white water all right um where has that taken you? Any cool places? I just came back from a Team River Runner out-of-site clinic in Denver, Colorado. Wow. Um, where we were on a whitewater park for a few days and then also the Pewter River as well. So does that entail like a large group going out each in their own kayaks and you guys just follow each other down? Or? Pretty much is how okay. it works. Um, this specific clinic was for individuals with vision loss. Mm. Um, so there were approximately four or five of us with some form of vision loss, either uh, low vision like myself or people who are totally blind. Uh, so we would have a guide in front of us giving us verbal commands as to stay on their line, so to speak, and then a person behind us kind of straightening out our lines as we went down the rivers. What kind of, getting back to what you're doing today, what kind of propelled you to, to follow this career? Um, growing up as a student with a vision impairment, um, I've learned that there not always are opportunities for our students to become independent. And I'm very focused on independence, and I want my students to have that same focus in life. And so the more people in this profession that promote independence, the better off our students are going to be later in life. If you don't mind me asking, um, what is your vision impairment? I have albinism, um, which results in low vision. So if, for those who are familiar, a visual acuity of 20 over 70, 20 over 80. 
So I'm just on that borderline of qualifying as a Vision Core client, basically. Um, I have a daytime driver's permit, that type of thing. Mm. So what do you... What do you have difficulty with? Just like if you took off your glasses now, like what's um, uh, reading signs, for example, like the sign across the way here, I cannot read to you right okay. now. Um, and that's with glasses, uh, those wow. types of things. So details. So on the rivers, I need a guide to tell me where the rocks are. or I find them with the front of my kayak <laughs> or where the eddy lines are. Those small details is what mm -hmm. kind of stumps me up once in a while. And forgive me for being ignorant of that. Um, is it what your vision impairment is it going to get worse as you get older or is it no the albinism kinda... itself is stable um i mean i'm at risk for anything anybody else would be as they get older okay. um you know glaucoma macular degeneration all those things are a possibility for anybody who mm. ages when you were younger obviously technology has advanced so much today but when you were younger was there challenges in kind of diagnosing what your vision impairment was? Or no, like it was that, or? pretty okay. much obvious um, from birth with the nystagmus, which is the rapid eye movements. Okay. Um, so they knew pretty much from the get-go what it was at that point in time. Wow. Um, yeah, and kind of the reason you're here today, there's a, um, what we call, it's my bed, I have my uh, phone volume on here, my apologies. The reason you're here today, there's an upcoming event um, in August out at Lake Redmond, um, I guess what is called an adaptive kayaking event. Um, and I guess you guys do that every year now, or? Right, um, with Vision Corps' Youth Enrichment Programming, uh, we partner with Team River Runner and offer the kayak opportunities. So in August, we're gonna have our students come out for what we refer to as our Kids Are Out of Sight program, mm. which is based on the adult model. Uh, so we're gonna have our students with vision loss come out to the lake in addition to older clients, um, employees and regular clients through Vision Corps are gonna have the unique opportunity to do some kayaking. How long has that type of event been going on, at least locally here? Locally, we've been doing Kids Are Out of Sight for about four years. Wow, so it's recent. It's recent. Uh, nationally, it took off about a year and a half ago. Okay, is that, I don't know, why Why start here locally? Is that you're doing, or? <laughs> um, it's through the Youth Enrichment Programming at Vision Corps. Um, we started it out locally, and then through the national chain with Team River Runner, when picked up, and it was... Mm -hmm. Was it at that vision. point when you started kind of pursuing the certification yourself and becoming a class three? I started the day we started with the kids um, okay. back in like four years ago is when I started. Um, but my role nationally just took place about a year and a half ago. Um, so for those who are unfamiliar with what will take place on August 12th, how many people or kids will show up and then I imagine there's other folks with Vision Corps who will be helping them like what what will happen that well, day? right now we have um, approximately 12 students who will be joining us um, along with some of our adult clients and employees uh, so those individuals will actually be paired with another kayaker either from uh, Susquehanna Valley Team River Runner or from the community and they will learn how to guide one another and be out on the lakes hmm. uh, safely. So each student or individual with a vision loss will be in their own individual kayak with someone else being their guide, um, someone who is um, a known kayaker and has some skills behind their belt. And the guide, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing here will we'll kind of just be like feet from, from the adaptive kayaker and right. kind of telling them, hey, it, you have this coming up or go to your right or go to your exactly. left. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, most people prefer to have a guide in front and a guide in back. Um, the person in front is for um, an auditory signal, so they'll usually say like on me so that the person hmm. with the vision loss can follow that auditory sound. And then the person behind them will give them those cues of liver right, river left, um, there's a rock coming up, eddy yeah. out, those types of cueing. 
um, because not all of our individuals are totally blind, so they can also follow that lead boater into whatever area they need to go into. Uh, that's incredible that, that you guys provide that. What, in the few years that you've been doing this, um, what's been the response from those types of kids as far as, like, first off, what, what that day means to them? Um, and it's, a, it's an incredible journey. Um, for example, we have one student who started with us four years ago um, and didn't get in her own kayak. She was too scared to do it. Um, tears came in the whole nine yards. And she keeps coming back year after year. And this past summer, she was in her own individual kayak out in the middle of the lake on her own, doing her own thing. And you can just see the smiles coming from her. And that's what we look for in success is the smiles. Because you can just tell that the kids feel like they're accomplishing something by themselves. Yeah. And what do you mean? Like completely out? on her own like so there is no guide there was some people or, okay. in the neck of the woods of her but she had enough vision that out on a lake mm. there's not a lot of dangers to be looking out for so you know there might have been a safety boater maybe 10 12 feet from her but in her mind her eyes she was out there okay i didn't know if own. it was one of those things like the more often you do it the better you can be even oh, as uh, a visually impaired person and then eventually you can kind of go out on your own at some point you or, can okay. um depending on what your vision loss is um you know for example myself i can lead a group of people out on a lake or the for the most part some parts of the conestoga i can lead a group mm -hmm. down so it depends on the environment depends on how much you've been practicing those types of things um originally like why did you guys decide to launch this like did did you hear about it somewhere else and think hey this would be great or did, did somebody approach you i'm just wondering yeah. the story behind that actually um as you know with our youth enrichment program we're always on the lookout for ways to promote independence with our students and through recreation if possible uh, and it just so happens that there was an article in the newspaper about the new chapter of susquehanna valley starting up we reached out to them and said would you mind guiding our kids on a river trip and their response was we're not going to just guide your students but we're going to teach them how to kayak and that's pretty much where it started where have you guys held the events over the years has it always uh, been Lake no river? we've had uh, conestoga river events we've had um, speedwell forge uh, lake williams and then this will be our first trip over to lake redmond all right. Um, and how do you go about, like, figuring out where to go? Do you just kind of, you being a kayaker now, kind of exploring? Different... Yeah, myself and our chapter coordinator um, know that some of the waterways and the areas that would be mm -hmm. best suited for the chaos events. Um, so we kind of scope it out ahead of time. And is this, a like, a once annual thing that Vision Corps does, or is there more events? There's that more. Um, the Kids Are Out of Sight programming has launched separately um, from necessarily Vision Corps-related things. Mm. So... We have approximately once a month we're out on the water with the students from Vision Corps. And as far as uh, the response over the year, I imagine maybe the first year you did it, like has it grown in size as far as number of participants? What it's grown in is the amount of different students that come. You know, we'll get some students who come a couple of times, really like it, and then they're able to go out and do it with their families as a recreational activity. And in the meantime, we get newer students who come in and check it out. So it's almost like a revolving door of students so we can't always necessarily put a number on it but it's the revolving door of students that come and go and are there other either through vision core or kids out of sight um other physical activity types of events that you guys work with them through outside of just kayaking is there other things we're not familiar with um through our youth enrichment program we're always out and about doing things um our students have rock climbed um mm. at spooky nook um, you name it, we do it. Um, we've done scuba diving with Adaptive Diving Association this past year. We've wow. done adaptive skiing. 
Um, so no adventure is too small for us to try out with our right. students. Um, and those, those types of events are really important. I'm sure there's a lot of things that go into it just as far as empowering kids like, hey, you know, I know you're restricted through your vision, but that doesn't stop you from doing this or, or whatnot. And I imagine exactly. that's kind of the goal of those programs. That is definitely one okay. of the goals of the programs. We follow what's referred to as the expanded core curriculum for students with vision impairments. Mm. And part of that curriculum is self-advocacy, self-determination, social skills, and leisure and recreation. And so all those things fit in together along with orientation and mobility daily living skills, it all ties in. You can pull so much out of a recreational activity for our students. Right. So if people hear this, um, is there a way that they can support either Vision Corps or these types of programs, either financially or just want to know more information? Oh, absolutely. They can definitely go to the Vision Corps website um, where they can connect with us and just ask questions if they're interested in volunteering. We always have volunteer opportunities. And through our foundation, they would be able to find out financial information as well and how they can become that a donor for Vision Corps. Awesome. Well. Anything else I didn't ask you about this program that, that I'm not asking you think is important I, to share or anything no, like that? I think you have yeah. nailed everything. The most important thing is through recreation equals independence. Mm. Um, and that's what we're offering our students. That's amazing. I'll give you a, in a second here a chance to plug um, kind of the website and, and social media accounts. Um, well, hey, if you guys enjoyed listening to today's podcast and you enjoyed listening to the previous 88 episodes, so feel free to go back and check out those in the archives. Last week, we chatted with Mannheim Township alum Trevor Miller. He's now a longtime assistant football coach at the University of St. Francis in Indiana. They're the back-to-back NAIA national champions. Next week, we'll be chatting with the new Millersville University head football coach, J.C. Morgan. With that being said, I'm always looking for suggestions for future guests on this show. So if you're listening to this and think, hey, I know this person, they'd be great. Throw me an email, jwalk at lnpnews.com, or contact me on the Twitter at jwalklnp. Um, yes, and just as far as how folks can follow um, your organization here, Jennifer, where, where can they go to find more information? Uh, visioncore.org, and that's C-O-R-P-S for Vision Corps, uh, all one word. Okay. And then uh, svtrr.org for the Team River Runner website. Great, and the uh, Twitter account is what, at visioncorps? <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you. It's visioncorps.net. Yeah, sorry about that. I wasn't sure. I had it written down here. They're also uh, really active on, on social media, at Vision Corps on Twitter. They have a Vision Corps Pence on YouTube. It's Vision Corps Space Pennsylvania. There's cool videos on there. I was checking them out the other night. They have a Facebook page, Vision Corps PA, all one word together. All right, before we wrap up here, I just want to give a shout-out to my colleagues Tyler Huber and Irene Snyder. They are the engineers slash producers of this podcast. Thanks to another colleague, Claudia Espensheed. She gets this thing on Online, so thanks to them. Thanks to you guys for listening. Jennifer, thanks for stopping by and I'm sharing your story and yeah, this great. information. Yeah, thanks for reaching out to us. Cool. Awesome.